the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy and ADF, the Alliance Defending Freedom. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. Right now we have deputy assistant to the president and principal deputy press secretary, Hogan Gidley. Hogan, did you have a restful, blessed Memorial Day weekend? Absolutely, and I hope everyone else out out there did as well. The weather was nice here in D.C. I just hung around town, but uh, so many wonderful spectacles of of, um, thanks being given to those brave men and women who protect us every single day. And it was uh, one of those moments in time in which you look back and and you're blessed to be here in Washington, D.C., watching it and seeing everyone out there really – really uh, giving thanks to those who've who've sacrificed so much for this country. I I have to ask you a kind of, I I guess it's professional, but it's also a personal question. Uh, Is is there anything that shocks you anymore about the fake news? Because there's still tweets up, there's still stories up from Media Matters and elsewhere where they're saying Donald Trump, all he did is go golfing at the weekend. When when anybody can see the beautiful pictures with the First Lady in Arlington, when when you see stuff like that and it stays up and nobody apologizes, nobody corrects it, I, I guess is this, to quote a coronavirus phrase, is this the new normal, Hogan? Uh, it's not shocking. Um, it's just kind of grotesque. I, yes. I think it's something we've we've grown to learn to live with. Sadly enough, uh, new normal is a bad way to put it. I hope it's not. I hope there's a return to honest journalism. But right now, it looks like their their desire to get Trump out of office far outweighs any desire to give the American people real, honest, objective news or journalism in any form or fashion. Uh, I think that's pretty obvious when you look at that picture and you say all he did was go golfing. You didn't see, uh, as you said, the the ceremony where he laid the wreath with the first lady. Um, And they're trying to make a juxtaposition uh, between the two men, uh, pointing out one just played golf, one didn't, when they know he did. Uh, they, they know that he went and, and had that ceremony, and it's always one of the things that's so impactful to him. I mean, he talks about it on the way over there. He talks about what it means on the way back. He cares so much, but it doesn't fit the media narrative. They've got to make him look like he doesn't care. Otherwise, um, you know, he's he's uh, he's looking good moving into the fall for an election, and they don't like that. They can't have that. No, and, and moving into the fall, we have a story from not exactly Trump supporters from Politico that – the Democrat Party um, are petrified of an economic recovery. Isn't there something wrong with that sentence, Hogan Gidley, that one of the two parties in America is afraid that we will have a strong recovery? Isn't that, I heard that this morning, Seb, and I thought, are you kidding me? You ought to be 
very excited about the potential to get people back to work, to reinvigorate this economy. Listen, Donald Trump rebuilt this economy once. He'll rebuild it again. And the Democrats know that. Their entire structure of policy for the last eight years under uh, Barack Obama and Joe Biden have crippled this economy, have hurt our manufacturing base. Um, Small businesses hurt. Big businesses hurt. Everything uh, moving along at an anemic pace. This president changed the entire thing. And so now the American people got to see you change the policies to pro-growth, to deregulation, lower taxes, and all of a sudden – People are being employed at record numbers. They know this is going to happen again, and it's terrifying to them, and that's sad because everything about uh, everything to them, as you know, is all about politics. Yes. That's all they care about. No, it is. It is. It is sad, and and the fact is, we're not talking about conspiracy theories. If you look at the map of the United States, if you look at the individual states, it's clear that there is a trend. Those states where Republicans hold the majority or where the the governor is a Republican, they're getting back to business. And it seems to be that if you're in a Democrat state, they're putting the brakes on. Shouldn't Shouldn't there be certain things, Hogan, that are beyond politics? And when we have 34, 35, 36 million Americans added to the unemployment rolls, that should not be a political question. Well, you'd think. You'd think people's livelihoods would cut across uh, political political lines. Um, you know, I don't want to impugn the motives of, of a lot of these blue state governors, but you have to you have to begin to ask questions when a lot of the country is is seeing downward trends in, in coronavirus deaths, in coronavirus um, infection rates, and they're beginning to open. Why aren't all of these other states doing the same? You have to do it in a safe way. You have to do it responsibly. No one's saying uh, to go out there just like it was before. You want to socially distance. You want to wear your masks. But the fact is, um, you know, this country is seeing, uh, you know, an uh, an, uh, overwhelming desire to begin to reopen and get back out there and get back to work and and get back to our lives. And and I have to tell you, uh, you know, uh, Secretary Alex Azar of the Health and Human Services had an incredible op-ed in the Washington Post uh, last week, kind of outlining exactly what's going on, uh, estimates suggest one percent uh, percentage point increases to the unemployment rate translates to a one percent increase in suicide deaths yeah. and three percent increases in opioid deaths. It's not about health versus the economy, as he puts it. It's about health versus health. There's mental health aspects to this. There's all types of screenings people aren't doing now because they're concerned about getting coronavirus from their hospital or from their doctor. And and so a lot of people are now coming to the conclusion that the deaths because of the shutdown may, in fact, far outweigh the deaths because of the virus. And so we need to look at how we begin to change that cycle. It's not health versus economy perfectly put it's health versus health and we already we talked about it last week the reports from australia that had one of the most stringent early lockdowns where they have already the number the increase in suicides in australia has already uh, exceeded those who've died as a result of the chinese coronavirus let's talk about some good news hogan gidley follow him right now hogan gidley 45 on twitter Uh, some changes coming up with medicare that could be very very important for millions of people across the country especially those who suffer from diabetes. Talk to us about those uh, recent developments, Hogan. Absolutely. We're having an event here at the White House this afternoon in the historic, uh, beautiful Rose Garden. The weather's nice. 
Drug makers, as you know, and insurers have been at odds for a while now about blaming each other for higher prices for insulin and those types of things. The Trump administration jumped all over that. You know, he's the deal maker, as as he likes to say, and as you well know. And now we've brought the two together. And it looks like for millions of people now that uh, prescription plans are going to be available starting in October, where you can choose uh, co-pays for insulin to be no more than $35 a month. Wow. That is hundreds of dollars in savings, an average of $450 a year uh, of a decrease in out-of-pocket uh, costs for the American people, for seniors out there who need um, th- this critical uh, insulin uh, dose. So it- it's a really big move, not just for um, for for uh, the administration, but obviously it means a ton to the people out there who are going to be saving hundreds of dollars. It's it's a very exciting today, and we hope that um, hopefully the press will cover it that way. But you know, I'm sure they'll find something nasty to say. Right. But for the people out there who are actually going to save the money. They'll definitely appreciate it. Uh, look, the the AP has posted uh, a piece on this. Let's post that right now, Eric. Most Medicare enrollees could get insulin for $35 a month. That's incredible. In the last 60 seconds we have with Hogan Gidley, Hogan Gidley 45 on Twitter. Um, the people you deal with in the uh, the press uh, briefing room there, mm-hmm. I don't think they're very happy about your, uh, your new colleague, Kaylee, are they? It doesn't seem like they're too happy about it because, you know, they don't, they don't like to be questioned. They just like for their story to be the final word. But we right. like to question the press over here. We don't let them get away with stuff. And if we can get questions from them, I don't know why they can't get questions from us. No, that uh, slide deck she used last week with just four slides of strangely important questions about the last administration's corruption and illegal spying that – Nobody in the press, at least the mainstream press, has asked was a tour de force. I need a copy of those slides. Will you get those for me? We, we need to push those slides as much as we can on social media. You can get those for me, can't you, Hogan? Of course. Of course I can. For you, anything. All right, buddy. Follow him right now. He is deputy assistant to the president. He is the principal deputy press secretary, Hogan Gidley, 45. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. I want to talk to you for a moment about a group I've done work with for years, ADF, the Alliance Defending Freedom. You've seen how your freedom is under attack? Go to townhallreview.com to find out how you can join Alliance Defending Freedom to help ensure the opponents of freedom don't dictate your future. That's townhallreview.com. If you enjoy your podcast, take a moment, tell a friend to subscribe today. This is Lon Chen of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. The World Health Organization botched its response to the novel coronavirus. It legitimized China's early and misleading claims about the disease, which set back the initial response to the virus in other countries, including in the U.S. What's needed now is an independent investigation of the WHO's reaction to the coronavirus crisis and an accounting of the interactions between the WHO's leadership and China's government. We must also press for a new leader for the WHO. The current leader of the group, Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus, has not been transparent in a number of critical decisions, all while showing allegiance to the Chinese Communist Party on critical matters. Sidelining him now would let us identify a successor we can support, while empowering others at the organization who will emphasize values like accountability and openness in the WHO's ongoing efforts. These reforms are urgently needed, because as long as the organization plays the role it does, lives are at stake. I'm Lan Hee Chen. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu.